This week on Nintendo Main, we get into our impressions of Paper Mario Color Splash, and we promise it won't be weird. We're going to ring everything out, but not in real time. Real time ringing. Nintendo Main episode 42. We are your hosts, Trey Johnson. Jerry McCaskey. And uh, we're back again. We're back in, back in the internet world where we're on Skype again. Sorry. Back on Skype, and it's not in real time. It's and not the, real time. And we, and we have no video either, so if, for all of those people who have been spoiled for the last three weeks, all eight of you oh. who, watched, who watched our videos, we're back with just audio. Straight up audio, so you're just going to have to use your imagination yeah. to know what we're looking at. What's uh what's happened in the week? What are the what do you want to do? News or games you played first? We could do games we played first. Okay. What have you been playing this week? So other than the topic, aside from the topic, of course. Aside from the topic, I've been trying to finish a game that cuz I'm start I'm starting to really get serious about this list we're going to make. We're going to beat some games that we need to beat. Distracted by the topic of the week, but uh I got I got to Bowser in the hot tub. Mario oh, nice. But I didn't beat him yet. I got to him and lost the first two times I tried, and I was like, fuck it. But I can go straight there. So I'm at the end of that game, so I can beat him. Yeah, what, he's a pain in the ass. It's annoying as fuck how the controls... <laughs> the controls in that game can get a little frustrating. So. I remember I remember getting there being really difficult. Like, on the way to the hot tub, when you go through that, like, lava river oh, yeah. or whatever it is, it's I remember really that tedious. being incredibly There's annoying. There's a really tedious part, yeah, where you have to navigate your boat through lava using water spray you have to like stand at different parts of the boat like it's i mean it's using like the real in-game physics to determine how the boat moves but it's still because like if you run into a wall you sink and you go all the way back so yeah, that part it, sucks but if you take it slow it's fine you just yeah. gotta go because nice isn't there like some uh, checkpoint problems there like if you die at a certain part you have to start over and do it again that's i yeah, remember, there's, I remember there's, there's, a, there's a problem with that there's a mid checkpoint no, there's not. There's not a mid checkpoint, but once you actually get to Bowser, you get a start. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like that's how I had why I was having problems with that boat part and the lava because I think I was dying in that and I kept having to start over and it was annoying. But to get to actually get to Bowser, I had to beat some pretty annoying stuff, and so I think that's the real accomplishment. The, what the sp- I, I what sprites you had to get? Yeah. Oh yeah. The uh, I had to beat all the secret secrets in each of the levels i haven't beat all the secrets in the main hub the secrets are really hard the secret levels oh yeah the stuff with the acapella mario song yeah that i like so they much take they take away your uh water packs it's just old school yeah that was basically uh, crazy I mean, shit going on in, the, in those levels basically super mario galaxy a precursor the last to one mario beat, galaxy the last one i beat was really annoying because you had to have the piantas or whatever they're called throw you around Oh yeah, yeah, that was always annoying. Yeah, remember that? It's really, it really sucks. Yeah, those piantas are awful. And that's just not a very—I don't know. It's really stupid how you have to actually finally figure out how they're going to throw you. You have to just time pressing the button as they're walking past you, and then they have to be facing the correct angle because they're even—they're even off a little bit in the angle. 
they just like throw you into a pit and you just start. Yeah, it's not really. There's not really anything you can control about it. It's just. Nope. It's just them. So. Well, you can, but you have to just like be monitoring your uh, camera angle and have it like perfectly perpendicular. Yeah. To whatever service they're gonna throw you to. It's yeah, I remember it being hard to describe being... within that. But yeah, you just keep your horizon as a straight line, and then they'll throw you in the right direction. But if it's even a little askew, they'll like toss you in. It. You got to play it to understand it, but it's not a mechanic that they really seem to have polished. For sure, and you have to beat that level in order to get to thousands. And then the one where you have to get the biggest watermelon to the end. That one's yeah, that one's that one's hard. That was the one on the beach, right? Yeah, all those, uh, things you can't kill. The uh, duck-looking weird machine things that throw you up in the air. <laughs> yeah, and if they touch your watermelon, they destroy it, and you have to go all the way back to the beginning. The cataquacks? I think they're yeah, called cataquacks, right? Yeah, they're they're weird, and for some reason they're invincible. I don't know why they thought that was. A good yeah, they like those so much that they put them in double dash. They're, they're like a dry bones sort of character that they don't actually die. You just stun them and make. Well, they had those little mouse-looking guys with the flip pans in Super Mario 64, so I always felt the cataquacks were kind of like the evolution of that. There were those guys that had, like, the the windy thing on the back. Yeah. They'd, like, wind up, and they'd flip you. They're, like, they're like the same thing. And you yeah, can't, the and you can't kill you can't kill them either. They're sort of like them, too. Yeah. So the piantas so, are really weird-looking. It's all about lining up your, like, camera angles, all it's about. You just have to have the camera angle lined up. For sure. But anyway, so I'm feeling good about that. I'm going to finish it this week, I think. It's going to be an easy check off the list that I haven't made yet. Oh, for Super Mario 64? Or well, Sunshine, I games, mean. Games I have to beat, yeah. It's, yeah. That one's going to be. Well, speaking of games I have to beat, I made it through Dragon Quest Four, so. Nice! That's, that's cool. Had, like, the fucking hey, you hardest. You did send me a screenshot, so I believe you. Yeah, I sent I sent you the fin. Actually, a funny thing a funny thing that I learned the other day. I forget, uh, what was it, Swedish? I think, yeah, I think in Swedish the term for end is slut. <laughs> so wouldn't it be funny if they said that all the time instead of Finn? That's what I learned from Only watching. the Swedish would have like influenced cinema as much as the French. I think it was Maybe Swedish. Slut instead of fiend. Yeah. I watched this. I watched this like two hour long. Uh, is this the, probably the best? Uh, probably the best silent movie I've ever seen. But I watched. I've been watching a lot of the Criterion movies that are on Hulu because there's a shitload of them. And I like to watch like old movies, and I watch this. I watch this old movie called The Phantom Carriage, that's on there, and it's like it's like a two hour long silent movie. But it's like probably like the most uh, probably probably the most uh, intense silent silent movie I've seen. But uh, yeah, at the end it says "slut." The end. <laughs> cool. So it's a Swedish movie, or yeah, they I just think, I think it's Swedish. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's a not that I want to talk about Hulu a lot because we're not getting paid by them or anything. I forgot that on Hulu they've got all the Criterion stuff which is pretty sweet oh yeah it's, it's super cool I, I just and i've just been going through just marking ones that i thought that i thought were you know looked cool and there's a lot of interesting like they got a lot of like japanese movies and older movies yeah it's a swedish 1921 sw- uh, horror, a swedish horror movie with phantom carriage cool. yeah it, it was it would be funny if uh everything ended with the swedish ending instead of the french one <laughs> it just said slut but yeah aside from that uh the final boss of of um dragon quest 4 was insane he had seven different forms. It was ridiculous. Like, like it kept being like, "Oh, I think I got him," and be like, "Oh no, no, I didn't." Oh no, wow, didn't. is that where the uh, no, that comes from? Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, yeah, this is well, even my final form. 
Well, it's like it starts off. It starts off with this as this boss that looks like some of the other bosses, and like he lose. It's it's like you break him down, and then he gets rebuilt back up, which are the different forms. So like he starts as this thing that you already beat as this different character, and then he like loses. He loses an arm, and then he does specific attacks like that with one arm, and then he loses another arm, and he's just a head, and he attacks like that for a while, and then he loses his head, and then his stomach grows a face. So then you do that. <laughs> and then, like, after that, like, he grows arms. You know, he grows his arms back, and that's another form. And then his legs get bigger, and he, like, gets taller. That's another form. And then he grows a second head, and I think that is the final form. But, yeah, yeah. it was insane. Like, once like once you get to the second head, it's, like, it's crazy. It gets to where it's just pretty much, like, you're going to die, you know? <laughs> you have to, you Definitely have to, seeing a parallel in the Dragon Ball cartoons, though. The really powerful enemies having all these different forms. Yeah, but it was it was hard. But I, I made it through that, and then I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna stop there, and then just play Final Fantasy or Final Fantasy, and then just play Dragon Quest Seven until I get through that, and then I'll go back to six or to five and six. And those are the Super Nintendo ones, so I'll just have like you know, just because I haven't started either of those, have like a clean do you have break. those on? Do you own them already? Yeah, I have all of them. I have all of them except for eight. You have the five and six on DS. Yeah, I have the five and six on DS. Five, my five is still sealed. I haven't opened it yet, so so it's still in the plastic. But supposedly five. Uh, did you have you been chugging away at seven, or have you had a chance to? I, I played seven when I can, so I played it. It's still it's still fun. I mean, it was nice. It was nice to get back into it because I kept hearing people talk about it, and I'm like, oh, but I'm still playing Dragon Quest Four. But Dragon Quest Four is great. I mean, it's a great game. I was happy, like once I got to the boss and died about ten times and <laughs> finally made it through, you know, I was happy with the game overall. But man, that last boss was just a pain in the ass. I, I had like to the like... part you described with the, uh, with the guy that owns the shop, right? Isn't that Dragon Quest Four? Yeah, Tor- Tornico, Tornico Taloon. Yeah, where you spend a chapter, like, pretty much raising money for his shop and selling selling weapons. Yeah, that, yeah that, that part's cool. I think I've heard that Five is... Pretty awesome. Yeah, I was gonna say five is good. People say five is the best one, so I have that to look forward to. I don't know. When I was listening to whatever, whatever the last NBC episode, they said, uh, they said like, I don't know, they said like five and nine, I guess, were the best ones. That's what they said. And nine's the one on is that Sentinels of the Starry Sky? Yeah, you have that one. Yeah, I have it. I need to. Play yeah, it. nine's one nine's one you should play. I feel like you should play nine later, though. Once you understand yeah, like, start the way seven. the way Dragon Quest works. Because I feel like nine's almost kind of a remake of three, or is it similar to three? Like where you can make your own guys and kind of like change your and, ch- and change your professions early and all that, change your jobs. So if I would have known, I, I would have rather rather played it later. So I've kind of like put it on the, I put that one on the burner too. I'll, I'll probably finish it whenever I get done with five and six. I'll go back to nine and, and and go through it. I might even start it over again. I don't know. It's cool though. It's fun. I mean, you can start at seven, I guess. I think you should play three for sure. I don't know why IGN didn't include three in there. I think three is probably one of the best ones. According to, I know according to Japan, like that's like the big one. It's like it's three, and it is a lot of fun. It's it's, it's like before they got into got more story heavy, but it's just a good game, you know, for that for that series for the NES for the NES RPGs. Well, I do have one and two on the Game Boy Color. I also have the first one on NES, the actual NES cartridge. Yeah, I was thinking about... And uh, So I own, what, I own three of them already? Yeah. yeah, you have one and two, you have one and two and nine, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you got some of them. I can definitely at some point uh, play through. Well, I was thinking about, 
I was thinking about like as a preview for next week on this show, we can have a preview. Um, I was thinking about maybe doing like, doing like an obscure NES thing again, but we would do like, this is the game for NES that I've wanted to beat, but I never beat. And then we'll beat it for next week and talk about it. That's what I thought okay. we could do. So we'll do like sort of a homework type thing. Okay. I guess I'll have to brain, brainstorm. So I so, can't even announce what it is yet. Yeah, I was gonna try. I was gonna try for Metal Storm. So I was gonna try to beat Metal Storm. Was was my plan? We'll see how we'll see how well I can do with that. Because I can get fairly far. Like I, you know, I used to play it a lot when I was a kid. And there's not that many levels on it, so I wanted to see if I could get if I could get through it. And so I had you still own the original cartridge. I do. I do still have the original cartridge, so I can play it on the on the actual cartridge. So, so yeah, that was what I was thinking we could do for next week. But was there any news this week? I know there. I know there was some virtual console stuff that we missed. Like in between shows, uh, D- uh, Mario vs Donkey Kong Two on DS was released on virtual console for the Wii U. That's between our last two shows that happened, or between uh, yeah, between the our mini Famicom one and this one. And uh, Animal Crossing for DS was released on Wii U. So there's finally an Animal Crossing game on Wii U. You know, other than Amiibo Festival, like an actual Animal Crossing. I thought that was a weird thing. I've never seen Animal Crossing. Released as a virtual console game, but why not? Yeah, I guess you know? I guess it's been out a while in Europe already, so it's not like oh, I didn't I didn't know that it was out in Europe. Yeah, the world's not crossing. like reeling from it, but it is strange. It's very strange. It caught me off guard, like because I I hadn't heard about it because a big part of that game was the it was the first one to have like a pretty robust online. Yeah, console. but you can still play it and have fun with it without that, though. You know, like I bought that I bought that game for Jess, like at the Wisconsin one that I went to, and she just played through it regularly, you know, without any of the online stuff. You don't really need it. So, I, it's interesting. I guess if for anyone who doesn't have a DS or never played it, it's or never played Animal Crossing, you can play Supposedly that there's some, like, I don't even remember. I had it and I played it for a while, but there's some sort of, like, transfer thing you can still do, like, with using codes. So you can still kind of interact with people. Oh, yeah, game. yeah. It probably has the same transfer system that the GameCube one had. Where you can use the codes from different towns and get things. There's something. There's something could, with that. Because you could do that on the you could do that on the GameCube one, where you could where it was kind of like connected when you're not even though you're not connected. Yeah, I but, think it's something along those lines. Yeah, but it's a fun game. You know, you can get all get all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, Kirby's Canvas Curse got released too on the same day. That was a fun game. Like I felt like that was like the first good DS game that I had. You know, that was like that felt like. Like, you know, like it was good for DS. Because I had, like, you know, because there was, there was the Super Mario RPG, or the Super Mario 64 DS, which was, I guess, good in its own way, but it wasn't really, it didn't really feel like a DS game. Because it wasn't. It was a, it was a port with some weird touchscreen controls. And then there was, like, you know, to, like, feel the magic, which was, like, kind of like a demo. But Kirby felt like the first, like, full game on DS, I thought. It was an early launch, so. I had a lot of fun with it. So if anybody hasn't bought it yet, they should totally get it on the Wii U. Yeah, check it out. It's what ten bucks? Is that what they charge for? Yeah, I think it's ten. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, the, some of the times they're a little bit less, but I think that one's probably like eight ninety nine or nine ninety nine. So it's it's a lot of fun. That game's a lot of fun. And then if you play yeah. the Rainbow Curse, you can you already know how to play it, <laughs> pretty much. Except it's not as pretty. Something yeah, the DS games don't exactly look great on the big screen. Yeah, but this one's like uh, I mean, this one's sixteen uh, bit. You know, it's like it's like bit and not 3D or I don't know. I don't think they look that bad. I mean, oh, I, still, I see what you mean. So it's actually like sprite art. Yeah, it's more it's sprite art, and not a 3D. 
which I don't know if that makes a difference, but it does. It probably looks a little bit better. It definitely does. Yeah, and you can also do the split screen mode on the Wii. The, uh, the Wii screen. Yeah, you could. Well, since you well for that game, you play most of the game on the bottom screen, so you wouldn't be able to put the full screen completely on the on the TV anyway. You know, because it's all because most of it's touch screen, so that's always weird. Because you have to, you'll pretty much be watching the, you'll be watching the, you know, gamepad the whole time anyway while you play that, because that's just how it is. The, something we forgot to mention last week about the Famicom Mini that I completely forgot was that the games that are on there are based off of the disc system, so they're getting better versions of it. Like Metroid has the saves in it instead of the passwords, which is awesome. And I know the so, audio yeah, quality getting... is a little bit better. Oh yeah, the audio quality is supposed to be far superior. Yeah. Yeah, the audio quality is better too. But yeah, that's that's cool. Like another thing they got more than us, where they get two controllers and they get the disc system version of those games. <laughs> so, and they get Final Fantasy three. And three, yeah, Final Fantasy three. I think that's pretty cool. For sure, yeah. Just makes more. And you didn't have you tried reserving one yet? So I Still heard they were on. Hold on. Well, they were on Amazon for a minute. You had to go to the Japanese one though. You had oh, to be able yeah. to read Japanese. I didn't even think to try that because. I can't read Japanese, but you can Google. You can Google Translate through it. Like apparently, just said she got on there and tried to get it, but they were already gone. But yeah, you can get you can do it like through the Amazon app. You can switch it to Amazon Japan and look at what they have for NES Mini. Or for I bet Fam- that wouldn't Fam- have happened Mini. if, uh, or at least it wouldn't have happened as quickly if they would have made the U.S. ones available by now. Yeah, I, I checked. I I've never checked my email as much as I have this past month or so. Because I was okay. like. They've got to make it available on October 11th. Like that's one month prior. No, it's still not. Uh, October 11th has come and gone. It has. Yeah. But I thought for sure like it couldn't be any later than October. 11th. You would think, but yeah. Well, you would think that they would have. Man is high. About I've heard. That. I've heard people talking about. I work at a restaurant, and uh, so I overhear people talking about stuff once in a while, and you know whatever. I usually don't listen to it, but I overheard someone actually talking about the mini Nintendo. The oh, really? Oh, damn it. I want that so bad. She was just like talking about it. Like, you know, it looks really cool. It's like the old Nintendo. I saw some, I saw some footage of it online, like actual straight up footage. And it looks beautiful. Like the, like the HDMI, the actual, um, the pixel perfect mode looks really, really good. Better, way better looking than what we're, we have in the Wii U. No, I'm just saying it's, it's like a, yeah, it looks a lot different. Like I watched somebody play it on a YouTube video for I forget what it was, and I was like, "Wow, this looks." I noticed like a major difference from it. Like it looked a lot brighter than any of the other any of the virtual console versions of them that I played. So looks gorgeous. Looks very cool. So I'm excited yeah, that about pixel it. perfect NHD is going to look so nice. When I was uh, last week, when I was bartending last week, I overheard somebody mention the NX. So that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so I was talking to this guy about video games, and we were talking about Monster Hunter, and he was talking about like he's like, well, he's like, well, I wish that Monster Hunter was a, was was more of a console thing than a handheld thing, and I'm like, well, you know, Japan, they like their handhelds, and he's like, well, it all depends on what this new Nintendo thing is, and I was like, oh yeah, you mean that thing? Because he because he thought that it was going to be the whole hybrid system that people were talking about. Because then if it was, then you could play Monster Hunter at home again, you know, if they d- decide to put that on there. But I just thought it was funny that somebody in the wild talked about it and not just crazy internet people. But I guess anybody who's following Nintendo was, you know, was wondering about the new system and all that. Yeah. Which we they're are, but... Like, they're pretty much being harassed about it every day. Probably worse yeah. than we ever have about anything ever. 
Yeah. They're, they're getting more harassed about the NX than they've been about anything ever. I true? wouldn't be surprised if <laughs> people are like, getting death threats. So calling him on the phone and be like, dude, what's up, man? <laughs> what's going on? This is, just uh, we know. need to tell us. Yeah. Is, is Battletoads going to be on the NX? I just need to know that. I'm pretty sure it's not. I think that's a Microsoft thing now. <laughs> I mean, it was a Rare game. The Battletoads was. It was a Rare type. No, it was made by Rare. Oh, right. They made the arcade, at least. But yeah, no, they have the rights to Battletoads now. The Microsoft does. There was also a guy who hacked uh, Super Mario 64 in the news. Apparently, he created a whole new game out of it. it has like 130 new stars, a uh, ton of levels. Like uh, pretty much every power up from every, from any Mario game is in there. Like the frog suit. Like the there's like Cloud Mario and uh, B Mario, and um, there's like the Ice Mario that is from Mario Galaxy. And he put like the stars in there to where the stars will shoot you from one part of the level to the other. There's some Yoshi stuff, too, where you can throw shells. looks pretty cool. I, I was trying to find the download for it, but it kept sending me to some sort of Patreon thing. So I don't know if you have to pay for it to get that. It doesn't seem to make any sense to me, like, for paying him to, like, hack a ROM. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know. It's not really his property. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't either. It's probably one of those things that's going to be, until it's on Nintendo's radar, it's just going to keep going. Yeah, I figured it would have been shut down by now, but, but you never know. the guy can, I mean, I think legally he's allowed to hack the ROM feels like it. And there's sure. not that many stipulations for the Patreon. You can pretty much but, Patreon for anything. Well, I thought the whole idea that he's getting, that he's asking people to pay him for it might like kind of turn their heads. Or like throw yeah. up red flags. I don't know, for something they doesn't own. Or it's not out yet and he's asking for money to help pay for development. For sure. There's uh, Monster Hunters on sale for $27.99. I thought about, I thought about getting that. Which Monster Hunter? The, the new one. one. Generations. I was having trouble with the memory card earlier, though, on my 3DS. So you're I, trying to uh, use like to wait really, out. you're trying to use like 128 or something, aren't you? Yeah, I guess I, I thought, thought of like 32 on. I thought I had a yeah, I, I have a 32 one, and that one's pretty much full, the 32 gig. So, and I looked online, and a lot of people said that you could you can do it as long as you format it right, and uh, it is, I mean, it came already fa- formatted in FAT32, and I was able yeah, to copy you everything. Download, so you can download different formatters yeah I, I probably should try that i mean i'm not giving up on it yet but it's been like uh I, j- I just copy it onto my computer and then i copy it onto the other card and then i put it in the card and like half of the games are in there and the half of the games are gone and it's like you have to redownload them and i'm like okay i'll try redownloading one and it won't let me redownload it it says that i don't have it and it would just gonna make Can't. charge me for it again so it's like okay there's something screwed up here so, so it's not reading know. it, and it's not saving. To it. No, it's reading it. I mean, I haven't really tried to save to it. I guess. I mean, I played some. I mean, I played some stuff off Virtual Console on it, and that worked fine. But some games just weren't there. Like they were like it had the icon for it, but it didn't. When you go over, it doesn't show the 3D thing. You know, and so it'll say like you have to redownload this. So then you go online to the store, and then it shows price on it. It doesn't like say, oh, you can download it again for free because you already bought it. Oh. And then if you and then if you try to download it anyway, like stuff that's free, it says like error. So so it's something that's messed up with the card, or with the way that I copied it, or with the way it's formatted, or whatever. Because like even like themes that I downloaded for free like weren't on there. And when I try to go to like the theme shop, it said like error. It said like a SD problem. So I don't know. Do you think you're throwing too high of a capacity card at it? Like that's what I would think. It could no, just I be mean, a. But if you card. look, but uh, according to Nintendo Life, the website, you can use those cards. You just have to uh, format them in the right way. And you're also using the newest version of the hardware. 
Yeah, I always update the hardware. No, I made sure and researched it. Well, no, I mean, like I you, have card. The newest, you have the newest 3DS, so you'd think it would have yeah. a higher capacity. No, I mean, I made sure and researched online that you could use a card like that before, you know, before we ordered the card. So I did all the precautions. It's well, just, shit. Uh, Maybe you got a bum card. But I haven't, like, I, I didn't actually format it. You know, it was like, when it showed up on my computer, it said it was formatted FAT32, so I thought it was okay. But maybe you have to do it a certain way. Like, I think you have to go in there and change some stuff. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll keep messing around with it. But that's kind of what is what's uh, halting my purchase of Monster Hunter Generations, is that I don't have enough I don't have enough memory for anything, really. I'm, like, completely out of memory. I had to, I had to delete a couple things to play oh, no. some other games, so... I ended, I ended up deleting, uh, what is it, the the Rhythm Thief or whatever it's called. It was one that was with the Humble Bundle. I deleted that because it was really big oh, yeah. to make to make room for some update for Metroid or something like that. So so my, my card's completely full, the the 30, 30 gig one. It's still pretty awesome that it lasted you this long. I mean, you've had the 3DS for, what, four years, three years? Yeah, I've had it for a long time, but 30 gigs is not that much space. And I have a lot of games on there. And yeah. and games like Monster Hunter are big. Like they're like what like twenty, thirty thousand notes or whatever they are, whatever they're called on there. They're a few gigs from And I think I have like two thousand, something like that. So so yeah, it takes up a lot of space. But still it's cool. It's cool that it's on sale. Speaking of on sale, apparently you can uh pre order the Street Fighter two soundtrack on record, which is which is awesome. I thought about I thought about getting that. It's like a box set of four different records with remastered uh, music from the arcade. So that's pretty dope. I like to see video game music on record. How much does that cost? Is it pretty cheap? It's uh, seventy-five bucks for four records. That's not that's bad. Not, but that's not that's not super bad. It's probably got some cool artwork. And oh yeah, yeah. No, it has it has. Uh, yeah, from the artwork that I saw on the website, it looks pretty cool. Is it one of them records that has the holograms on it? It says it's on colored vinyl with art prints sourced from the Capcom archive. So I don't think I don't think they're, but I've heard about those the ones that you're talking about the hologram ones that like move while they play. Uh-huh. But it's cool. I like that soundtrack a lot. So I mean, it'd be cool to have it on have it on record. There's also somebody made a somebody made a sequel to Tecmo Bowl as well. You can get a Tecmo Super Bowl 2017 like as a cartridge that will play on uh, an NES. I thought that was pretty rad. Do you get that through? Etsy or something? How do you buy it? Uh, I found it on TecmoBowlers.com. It's where I found it. <laughs> you just gotta go to tech, you know, the games site. TecmoBowlers.com. <laughs> so there's, you know, an internet fan community for that game still. The original Tecmo. Yeah. But they added some more moves on there. Like you can do, I, they've added some moves where you press the direction in A and it does different things. And like start and select do things now too. They added some animations and some stats for the players and I'm sure the teams are updated. Like there's some teams that are missing from the original Tech Mobile that are current right now. I know that, but it's kind of cool. Yeah. I like I, I like those games because of their simplicity. I, I was never really that good at football games, but when you only have like four moves to pick from, it it makes it a lot easier and a lot more fun too. I like the arcadiness of it. I do. So, though that was pretty rad. Well, if we can find a link, maybe we can put that in the description. It sounds like something cool to check out. The Tech Mobilers or well, <laughs> Tech Mobile 2017. Well, buying a brand new like cartridge that you can play on your source hardware. Yeah, I like that. Well, a lot of people do that still. I mean, as right, you've heard, right, yeah. as a Je- well, Jeffrey Wittenhagen, our guest, talked about it also that uh, the Halloween, Halloween '85 and Halloween '86, like this, and and also that guy who made like that real time strategy game 
Seems like people that people do that a lot, but they don't really do it with like Super Nintendo games or 64 games or anything like that. It's been mostly just be it, been NES games, but still it's cool that people are still making stuff for them. There was that weird puzzle robot game too where like everything's like a one screen puzzle. I watched some videos of that. I've seen that for sale. But yeah, it's cool that they still make games for that. I wish they would do it for other systems also. I've seen some like uh, YouTube celebrities will have like games based on cartridges that fans make or whatever. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think Metal Jesus has one. I think he was mentioned by uh, Jeffrey Whitmagan. Yeah. He's also the same guy that got a hold of the uh, like pre-production consumer model of the Nintendo 64DD. Yeah, he has the English 64DD, right? I think I watched. Yeah, I think I watched yeah. some of that. I think he has a video about how to tell like whether your Game Boy packs are real or not. Also. Like 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 whether the yeah whether the carts are real, like I like that one. Been, people been hacking, been hacking a lot of them. I think you liked that one since you thought your Final Fantasy was was not good. That was one of my sourced videos that I had looked at. Well, do you do you want to take a quick break and then we'll get into some color here? We'll get to splash yeah, some color around. All right. So, uh, so what did you think of uh, Paper Mario Color Splash? I really like this game, man. Uh, good things first. Oh, yeah, you, you uh, do you enjoy it? Yeah, I like this game. I think it's my top Wii game of the year for sure. Oh wow, really? Well, first party. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't put it there. It's still kind of. But I haven't. I haven't played it as far as you have. How, how far have you gotten on it? Well, this is like more up my alley, like than Star Fox, which would be the other contender. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Star, Star Fox uh, Guard, right? That's that's zero. Right. So I just I like it. It's it's a definitely a callback to uh, the original Paper Mario games. Yeah, the battle system's different. It feels familiar. It feels like an actual sort of continuation of uh, I guess Thousand Year Door. I would give it well, a, C, a C. Kind of. I'm I mean, saying I would give it a C on continuing that, but it does do that. I mean, it continues it in the fact that they're both made of paper. The main characters are. And that there's a turn-based combat in it, I guess. But everything else has been is pretty changed, I'd say, yeah. from Thousand Year Door. I yeah. guess the buddy system with the two, you've got the character helping you out. That's been in most of the Paper Mario games, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, how does it compare to, like, Super Paper Mario? Do you like it better than that? Oh, I definitely do. Oh. But see... I, I mean, I like Super Paper Mario much better than this one. But this this one is too... It's still very. It stinks a lot of Sticker Star still, which you still haven't played. But See, if you like, if you like this one, if you like this one a lot, you'd probably like that one too. I guess I don't like it a lot. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I like this game. I really do. I think it does a lot of things really well, which make it nice. I, I think it, there's definitely some faults, but I think the things that it does well, it does really well. And I don't know. I just love something this. I will just say one thing right now. I love how good it looks. It looks great. Yeah, it looks really good. I mean, Sticker Star looks great too. It's a super pretty game. Yeah, that's what that's part of like what brings me back to it. I guess it's like how like it looks really really pretty, but uh, I don't know. It's kind of a victim of its of its own success, I guess. Like the Paper Mario games will always be looked down at because of them not being like Thousand Year Door or the original Paper Mario, since they've kind of diverted so far from that. 
like people have a hard time liking it myself included like just that they've kind of abandoned a lot of the fun stuff about rpgs to kind of almost not even make it an rpg i guess they've made they made the battles a little bit less pointless in this version i know i I felt this one i felt was like pretty much the same problems as sticker star but they do some things to make it a little bit less bad (laughs) to make it like a little bit less bad than sticker star is what i felt about it Man, I haven't played a lick of Sticker Star, so you'll definitely have to explain that a little better. But uh, well, I mean, it's like, well, like I said before in our Super Mario RPG episode, Paper Mario Sticker Star was the first time that they removed the experience points from the battle systems. So the battles don't mean anything really. Like all of the all that you really get from completing them is coins and lost stickers, which is basically what happens in this one too. Whenever you play a battle, you lose your cards and you lose hit points. But in this one, you get hammer stuff that, like, refills your... That kind of, like, does some sort of uh, leveling up for how much paint you have. Yeah, that's the only level up, though. Which makes which makes the battles a little bit less dumb, is what is what they're trying to do with that. Whereas, right, like, because if thing you, if you feel Star, like... You don't get anything with Sticker Star. Yeah, I think in this game, if you feel like you're stuck in one of those, like, hallways or whatever, where you have to fight a bunch of enemies in a row, and you're like, fuck, I don't... I, rather avoid these guys i think in this game you should definitely avoid a lot of the bad guys oh i did but, like uh, in the in the morton in the morton castle i walked around a lot of those slinky the, the the uh the slinky goombas i avoided all of them oh so did i as much as i could and it took me forever to figure out that the one-up mushrooms gave you your paint back i didn't i didn't figure that out until later same here man i thought it was a. Uh, <laughs> I thought if i held it in my inventory it would heal me when i died which turned out <laughs> that finally happened yeah kind of like uh kind of like a fairy and then zelda that'd be interesting yeah and there's a i think there's a mushroom like an or like a pink mushroom or something maybe oh i haven't gotten that far mushroom no 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 in a thousand year door oh yeah like a life three type of thing yeah because there, there was life three in and final fantasy six i remember you had to do that to beat one of the bosses where like yep, you, you like, cast it to where when you die you'll come right back to life. It's like Life Three and the Fairy from Link combined. The Fairy from Link and also Rations and Metal Gear do the same thing. Like you can, okay. they can, they'll bring you back to life when you when you die. So, well, but yeah, it's uh, I thought it was something like that also, and I and I got my ass kicked from Morton the first time I played him in the in the very first very first star because I was like you know it, it, me playing a lot of RPGs I always wish I always think that hey you should be able to beat the boss if you could figure out how to beat the boss but not in this game you need the you need the win button that they call uh, yeah thing cards <laughs> you know Thanks. so basically that's there's thing stickers in sticker star also like same sort of thing same exact thing where you find like an object it gets turned into a sticker Except in Sticker Star, you have a sticker book, and the thing stickers take up like over half of the sticker of a page in the sticker book. So that's kind of annoying. So you so you can't really carry that many with you at all times. Oh, so they, and in this one, you can just so they, have like kinds so, of things. So yeah, so how they made it a little bit better in this one, they made the thing card smaller, so they don't take up a lot of space. You can carry a lot of them. Okay. That was like how they made Sticker Star the sticker star stuff a little bit better, but it's still the same thing. You know, so other than that, kind it's of pretty what much doing. the same. Pretty much, yeah. Except for a sticker star, I didn't get to the point where I could use like two stickers at a time, like how you can use multiple cards on this. I oh, didn't yeah. get I didn't get that far. Um, but they have the same yeah, sort of thing where great. you can they have the whole the same sort of thing where you can spend money to get like to get cards if you get stuck. Like they had that in sticker star also. You, know, you, you can, can rebuy like the, the uh, 
special item cards if you need to. Yeah, you can do that in a sticker star also. There's a guy you can go to and get the thing cards back. That's all right. But like one thing about one thing about sticker star is you know how there's like a guy before like like when I got to the part with Morton, which is only in the first level. That's like the end of the first level. There's a guy who tells you like what you need before you go into that castle. Uh-huh. Like they like they didn't have that in Sticker Star. So like you basically get to the last guy, you get your ass kicked, you don't know why you didn't make it. So you get stuck oh. and then you gotta go back and find it and then go over there again. There there was no like hint system, I guess, to get about what you needed. And okay. also I got and also I got stuck like I got killed by Morton because I didn't have the fucking fire extinguisher. But I also couldn't figure out how to get the fire extinguisher because you had to like find all the toads and get them up there and all yeah. that. So that that was incredibly irritating. That was the first time that I was like that I started to get irritated by the game. Was in that part when it was really starting to remind me of Sticker Star. So it's like, ugh. well, I easily. I mean, I pretty. I found all the purple toads because I've been like going through the levels. I don't know. I found them all like, and I had them all when I needed them. So I've kind of lucked out playing through this game where I've just like taken my time and all the levels try to find everything sure well so, one of some of them i just didn't notice it was just a toad that i didn't talk to that i was just like oh he's just a toad whatever that is you know because i thought maybe it was for later and then it's like oh wait you need it now and i'm like oh well fuck so now i gotta go back and get the stupid fire fire extinguisher well i've been taking my sweet time with this game because it's the last wii u like the big wii u game other than the zelda yeah so. possibly unless they unless they like throw some sort of surprise at us at the end of the I don't think so. at the end of the year i don't know i mean i wouldn't discount it you never know they might come out of nowhere and be like, "Hey, this is out today. Go get it." But I don't know. But yeah, it's still. I mean, it, it looks it looks pretty. Um, it's kind of fun to paint stuff. You know, like the white things you can paint over. The dialogue is great. Like it's very funny. Like uh, I've written, I wrote down a lot of. Uh, I've been writing quotes down like as I've been playing it. Like I like the part where you there's a part where you find a toad that like fell off the mountain. He's like, I creased my leg, and his legs like bent. <laughs> I thought that was funny. There's stuff like. Um, like the, uh, you know, I can't feel my pants when the, when the guy's getting the color sucked out of him, the toad, when his legs are white. Pretty funny. There was a guy I talked to that, uh, he's like a philosophical toad or whatever, for whatever reason. He's like a guru or something. Like, at one point he says, I am but a nail in the two by four of fate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there was a guy who, uh, said, do you remember, um, do you remember the homeless guy that talked, like, in Shakespearean accent at Columbia? Do you remember that guy? Yeah. The toad? Yeah, there was a guy who said a toad quote. Really? Yeah. Oh, he says, the world is vast, young ones, and I am but a toad. <laughs> That's what, what the toad said. And I was like, the fucking toad guy used to say that. The homeless guy. Is that to... something from, like, Shakespeare, or is it? Oh, I, oh, I don't know. It, it could be. But that's like how he would always say it'd be like he he would be like oh my lovely friends I am but a toad like he would talk like that you know and it reminded it reminded me of that and it's funny because it's a toad saying I am a toad you know I thought it was thought it was cute and it's and it, I think it's creative like how their color gradually goes away and that's how you can tell like how how much damage you've done on the character now that they've completely taken out like you know hit point numbers where it's like where you hit like because in Sticker Star it would show like a point go off of them and they had life bars and all that so they've gotten rid of that now it's just the depletion of the color so that's yeah that's a pretty good indicator though yeah but it's also it's also kind of annoying because it's you can't really tell like the damage difference between like a card that isn't colored and a color and a card that is colored you know like stuff like that that's true it's hard it's hard to differentiate so i don't know and i saw a thing online where a guy got stuck uh you know because they have the kamek stuff where he'll like jinx your stuff you know yeah and the worst one is when he flips all your cards around. I got stuck. I got stuck with that for like a long fucking time. Oh, worked. really? Well, because he flipped all my cards around, 
and they were like flying enemies and I couldn't find any of the boots, you know, so I kept, or no, it wasn't flying enemies, it was spiked enemies and I kept choosing boots and I almost killed myself because every time you hit the spike, you lose like 10 points, you know, and it's like, but I saw something online where a guy got completely stuck in the game because of that. Like, um, he got, he got put up against bats and Kamek basically gave him all hammers and he can't do it and you couldn't do anything. He basically so he, had to, had to get back he basically had to use every single hammer that he had before they let them, let him flee the uh, flee the battle because your flea button is destroyed whenever you get hit by Kamek and you can't and you can't use the roulette either you can't pay to get new cards like when Kamek hits you so Damn. so that's like kind of a glitch in the system there for that you know <laughs> well I haven't had any trouble with that yet I mean it's been annoying but yeah. I've had to use some cards I didn't want to use up that I was trying to save. I always yeah. When they flip the cards, I'm always afraid of using the item cards by accident. Well, there was one time where he just only I only had my item cards. Oh shit! So I had to, had to use like four of them. It sucked. Oh my god! But then I just went and bought more. Yeah, I, I've been I've been buying a lot of stuff from the town just to try to stay stocked on them. You well, know. you have to buy like 200 cards to get one of those banners. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I figured you get to that eventually through the game. You will. Which I have. I've got. I haven't gotten uh, any banners yet, though. Uh, but I only I only have one star. I'm still fairly like. How far? How far are you into it? I just got my fourth star today. Oh yeah. Well, you're pretty close. Are they? What are there? Yeah. Seven stars? Like like all of them? Pretty much. It looks like there's six from the the way the fountain shapes. There's probably like a middle one though. I'm sure. Maybe. I mean, it seems like looks, seven. But it looks like it's just the first. It looks like it's red, yellow, blue, and then all the secondaries. Oh. So that would make sense. That there's six. Sure. Well, there could be like a rainbow star or something in the middle. Sure. I do. I do like how like they um, like if you hit a tree and you get green, like it refills like your blue and yellow. And if you're yeah. like painting a green spot, like you lose stuff in blue and yellow. Like like little details like that are very cool. Like there's a lot of like really neat details that are in there. It's just but I will the, tell you, you lose some of the like like if you want to stock up on paint, you just go to the town square. You should get the red, blue, and yellow first three stars. Spoiler alert. Once you have those, you can always just go refill on paint. Oh yeah. So it takes some of the challenge away for sure. Well, when you're like when you're in the middle of a level though, and you kind of run low on paint from painting everything, you can't leave. You know. Well, it, yeah. Well, I guess you can use those one-up mushrooms, which I didn't realize until later. Did there's you? There's definitely uh, a, there's definitely sort of a corridor you're going down in this game. I would say in a in a way because I've played pretty far into it, and uh, basically just have to find everything in every level. It's really yeah. how the game is set up. Yeah, so you well, don't they, have a choice but to do that. Otherwise, it's going to send you back to do it anyway. Yeah, sure. No, they yeah, well, yeah, well. Have so that's kind of uh, like my advice for the game for anyone that's going to play it. You you just you want to case out the levels, talk to everyone, check everything out. I'm sure I've still missed some stuff. I'm not saying I found everything. I found all the key items to keep the game for sure. Well, that, I mean, that's how most most games are. Like, especially RPGs are mostly like talk to every character because there might just be a little thing that you can't find. You know, like that jerky that I've talked about before from Chrono Trigger. You know, like the little small thing that you miss that will like halt your whole game. Kind of a jerky thing for the developers to do. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean that, that that same another thing, another uh, negative aspect of the game. I think is like the complete removal of like the open world and you know how everything's like level based. That was a sticker star thing that they added for that, where it's like. You know, go you go from one dot to another. It just makes me miss like the stuff like you know, even Super Paper Mario had it where like everything was kind of connected and you just walk from like one area to another. Kind of takes right, which re- is kinda really funny really took really took a lot of the RPG ness out of it. Right, which is kind of funny because Super Paper Mario was like 
still arranged in four levels, you know, four stages per level, like that type of thing. But there's still like a hub. There's a hub. Yeah. yeah, there's no hub here, but it truly does, like each level is definitely its own level. It's not, the levels aren't actually really tied to each other. Like, yes, they affect each other in certain senses, but they're not like a progression of things. But what's fun, and it does remind me of Super Paper Mario in the sense of, because you might have people that you can talk to within the level. There's also a lot of enemies. And stuff. So you're not necessarily just fighting enemies. You might actually be going into a level. You might actually just be doing a thing where you're like solving a puzzle. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like I, so I got to the that keeps it fresh and fun. I think. Yeah, I got to the second part where you're just like going to the professor's house and like there's not really any enemies there. You're just going there and talking to him. Like that's about where I am with the professor and his chain chomp dog and all that. Yeah, I'm sure you've already done. Yeah, I I know there's been a lot of like backlash on this game, and I can sort of understand why. And I don't, and I haven't played Sticker Star, so I've got a little bit of obliviousness to that because this is the same, pretty much the same people. Yeah, it's it's very much like Sticker Star. They've just done, like I said, they've just done a little bit to try to fix what people complained about in that game, but not but not enough, I don't think. <laughs> but it's it's still fun. It's super cheery. It looks nice. But it's, it's cheery. It's always cheery. That's yeah, but I mean, you should you should give Sticker Star a try though if you like this game. Like I said, it's more of the same, but you might but you might enjoy it still. It's just a more archaic version. It's just like what I said, you know, it's the same same sort of stuff except you don't have those little things that make it a little bit little bit more bearable, you know, like in this one. That's what I think about that one. So this one's like they listen to feedback from Sticker Star. They're like, "All right, well, let's make a sequel to that, but let's do this stuff different." <laughs> let's, let's do the same thing, but we'll but pretty. we'll make everything, yeah, we'll make everything a little bit better. Well, everything <laughs> looks sure. I mean, this this is a uh, one of the best-looking Wii U games. Yeah, it does look I, really. It does look really nice. Like this game looks great. This is like what you always hoped for back in the day when you heard graphics were like getting better. Things are getting in three D. Like, this looks like somebody made it as a diorama and you're just walking around it. It's what you would have hoped for, but instead, like everyone just tried to be realistic in a different way or within the confines of the hardware. But this like is truly realistic. It looks like real shit that you have. Oh house. sure. Well, it's you very much like, like a. Of course that. Of course that's a wall. It's made out of corrugated cardboard. Yeah. Of course, that's something I got to pull. It's a ribbon. Yeah. So, like, it all makes sense in that physical way in the universe. Yeah, it's, like, along the same lines as, like, uh, Yoshi's Woolly World and and, uh, the Kirby game, the Clay Kirby game, the Rainbow Curse. Same sort of thing, you know. It it, it fits along with those with, like, the the real-life objects. Reminds me a little bit of Pikmin in the sense of, like, the, the the things that you get bring out which i think oh, they yeah yeah they definitely missed an opportunity to like actually like bring out the thing it just you just press a and i wish you could like use the sticks to simulate a ringing motion yeah well that'll be the nx version where you have the <laughs> where you have the two controllers and you just like move them both in opposite ways and it rings it out in real time maybe in real time yeah real you time can see it, out. As it drains out yeah <laughs> and the different like vibrations would feel like liquid exiting yeah yeah, it's uh, it it does remind me though of uh, juicing the fruit Pikmin, I guess. Oh sure, yeah, in Pikmin three. Well, it also is kind of like Pikmin two, where you would just kind of like collect these random things that you don't really need, but you'll find like weird shit. They go find like a you'll find like a Game Boy or like a battery or like you know stuff that you're that's just like a collection. That's like more how two was, and it is kind of like that, like with the random like random waving cat, you know. A ceramic yeah. thing or whatever. That's like something you would find in Pikmin. In like Pikmin 2. The items are very strange. Or very, yeah, random and strange. And then like, 
this almost like some of the thing cards when you use them remind me a little bit of the silly stuff in Katamari Domasty. Or about like Oh sure, um, yeah. WarioWare, of course. Yeah, like the like the fan, like the fan one that's like above the earth. Like that looks like something that would be in the Katamari Domasty, for sure. I've only seen or I've only from seen like WarioWare. Yeah, I've only seen a couple of them. I like I like the fire hydrant or the, the fire extinguisher. It was like a it basically looked like Gotham, you know, where it's like like all of a sudden you're on top of a building and like everything's on fire. It looks like Batman's going to show up or something. It's like real urban and gritty. So. Yeah. There's a couple of the thing cards that are like that. That kind of take you to a gritty, realistic urban setting. I used the I lemon don't. one. Just, <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. I used the lemon one just to, because the lemon looks so good. I yeah, tried to use it. On, I tried to really use good. it on Morton. It didn't really work on Morton. Because like when he was in his... Because I didn't look... You know, I didn't talk to the guy... Who's like, I'm going to tell you what you need for the castle. I'm like, oh, I don't need to know that. I bet I have everything. And then, like, the one thing I didn't have was what he needed. But still, I was, I wanted to believe that I could still beat him, whether I had that thing or not, because you should be able to still beat him, you know, if you're good enough. But I guess you can't. Well, I mean, I'll also say again, to, to be, like, you know, transparent about this game, like, if you're going to play this game, make sure, like, you use, don't feel like you're cheating if you use the hint system in the game, because you kind of have to, to, yeah, no, you you definitely do. Like the hint systems, like put in there as an element of playing the game. It's not. I don't know. You're not really like getting any more joy out of it if you don't read the hints. I don't think. Yeah, and the, and that paint can is really is really lonely in your pocket. Make sure you take them out. <laughs> Make sure you take so them out and talk to them every once in a while. I liked the, I liked a lot of the weird humor in it. Like uh, like when all those toads are like locked in that house and they're like the guy's like we've been stuck oh, in here forever. Part's... He's like, I've been stuck in here forever, and it got weird. I think I need to. I think I need to leave town. <laughs> yeah, a whole lot of stuff about like awkwardness and weirdness in there, like the kung fu guy. That's like, uh, you know, you can come over and watch movies. I got surround sound. It won't be weird. I swear. <laughs> you know, like that guy. And then you go into his house, and it looks like awful. There's like no surround sound anywhere. I was kind of disappointed. It's like, where are your surround sound speakers, man? Looks like a dump in here. Yeah, I don't want to ruin it for you, but there's fine. I'm going to mention it anyway. There's one point where you find a book. <laughs> It's a huge book, and it's called the Internet Print Edition. <laughs> that's it's that's really awesome. Cool. The yeah. Internet Print Print Edition. Uh, it's like a print print edition. That's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's, and then there's another part where you might have seen it already. Like, uh, you get the messages from Peach. Maybe you haven't got a message from Peach. Yet. And it's like uh, the paint cans. Like, like she like this little paper like card that opens up. And oh, the holograms. Yeah, yeah, I got and one of those. Like, yeah, and the paint cans. Like, how cool. It's a hologram in full 2D. It's so flat, it's like she's actually standing there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I appreciated that. Yeah. What well, kind of, it reminded me of like, uh, it reminded me a lot of like Star Wars, you know? Like, uh, like the whole like, uh, R2D2, Obi-Wan Kenobi, like a hologram. Oh, that's definitely what, what they're doing. It's what I thought about it, you know, cause like the little thing, and there's like, and it's a blue hologram also, it looks like the one from the movie. Oh, yeah, without a doubt, it's a Star Wars. I just like the hologram in 2D because they existed. Space. Yeah, there's there's a lot of funny parts to it. Like I forget what part it was, but there's a toad that you save. I mean, there's a lot of toads that you rescue, rescue and they all say it's like they all say pretty funny stuff. Like whenever they come to, but there was one guy that was like, I rescue him, and he's like, he's like, man, I always wanted to. He's like, I, he's like, now now that you rescued me, I'm gonna go do. I'm gonna go do what my what my number one goal in life was. And that's cordless bungee jumping, and he just like jumps off. He just jumps off the cliff, and he never sees again. <laughs> he just kind of like kills himself. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, these toads say some weird stuff. I forget uh, what was. Uh, yeah, some guy was like that. He's he's like it's he's like that sounds so weird. It's like tuna fish without ketchup. <laughs> I'm like what? <laughs> you 
put ketchup <laughs> on tuna fish. And and even the can was like, I don't understand your reference. I don't understand that last part. But yeah, it's funny. I mean, it's funny. It's worth it. It's just some of us still wish it was. Uh, it was wish it was still an RPG. Like even when I when I beat Morton, like like when I beat when I beat Morton Koopa, I was like, uh, I was like, oh cool, I get experience. I'm like, oh wait, no, I don't. This this is a different game. This isn't. This isn't Dragon Quest. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll get a lot of experience for beating him. I'm like, nope. But I guess you sort of There's definitely, a, there's a level up. There's like a curve that's happening, you, but it's just, well, you, it's you just level, because you're getting through barriers in the game. Yeah, you you level up somewhat when uh, when you get a star. When you get a new star, like you get a little bit more powerful, right? Right. So yeah. you get more powerful in the sense that your uh, HP goes up, but you also like get better at like the enemies you can hit a battle and then cancel the battle just yeah I, I saw that there's there's some guys that'll actually yeah when you when you hit them they'll just go away i got to that on so the, the more one. paint stars you get the stronger that effect is and it does it doesn't really explain it you just kind of figure it out for yourself yeah but, i figured it's like you should always here. try to swing your hammer at a bad guy when it's running at you it's yeah you should... well yeah i figured it was just like powering up your powering up your hammer as you go you know but it works with jumping too it's just like a preemptive attack as long as it's not a spiny person, right? You can use the iron jump on the spiny guys. Oh yeah, but I mean, it, you need that use that card. Like if you're jumping into the battle like that, it won't work. Right? You can't equip iron boots or something. Which is no, yeah, you yeah. can't equip you can't equip anything. <laughs> There's no equipment anymore. That was another thing they removed from it. Uh, oh well. I guess it was yeah, all like I, bad badges and stuff in the other one. I have not had a problem with money in this game yet. I've always had enough money, and I've been skipping all the uh, Rochambeau temples. Like I, yeah, I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you if you did any of those because I I can I only I got to like maybe round three on one of them, but I just didn't really get it, and it wasn't really fun, so I kind of just left. You know what? I beat round three, and I think it was just sheer luck. Yeah, because like in the yeah, there the were first no one they for it, and uh, I just got lucky because there's definitely like hints to get through the first two rounds. So essentially, you want to figure out the one that you can pick. That's either going to be a tie or a win, but you're either going to tie or you're going to win based on the information you get. The first oh, time. sure, yeah. There's still like you know a random chance you won't win, but if you tie, you just play again and just play the same thing again. Just keep doing that until you. Win. Yeah, I got. The, I, you can't I tied. How it works with the third guy? Yeah, I, like I, I tied on the second one, but What's I don't. His name? Yeah, yeah. Rock paper wizard. Yeah. Do you get um? I mean, Which do you I think get anything? Band name, by the way. <laughs> Rock paper wizard. Yeah. Do you do you get anything for beating the whole thing? Like, do you just get more coins? They give you like a rare card, which I actually can't remember what the rare card was. Do you? Use... Get a rare... No, maybe I got a. Uh, I think what I got from beating him was a. I'd have to look and make sure, so don't quote me on this. <laughs> I am saying it on this podcast. I think that it gave me more like total cards I could hold at once. Oh well, that'd be a nice thing to have. Um, I think it might have added a few, but I'm not positive. I'm right. I'm at 99 now. Where are you at? I think I'm still at 99. I mean, I've been at I've been at 99 for most of it. All right, then that's definitely not it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's I thought that was what I had the whole time, except for maybe one time I leveled up. I feel like I leveled that up one time, but I don't remember how or when when it happened. But yeah, I think I have 99. So you're on the fourth star, and you don't have more than 99. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's too bad. That must be the amount you have. Uh, must buy be. a lot of the uh, double, the double stuff from the store. Oh, for sure, cheap. yeah. No, Just I've buy been buy the unpainted. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you're almost always going to have paint, and you get paint back when you beat bad bad guys. Part. You, yeah, you do. 
I guess that's another yeah, another thing benefit to beating people you get bad because I did I did fight a couple of people to try to get more paint back and it did actually work. Yep. So there's a little like merit to grinding, but you still yeah. have to get rid of cards. Can't. Well, I guess you can do the the battle spin or whatever, but you can only do it once per battle, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I've never actually used it. I've used it a couple of times, just situationally. Like I'd be like, I don't feel like stocking up on cards. I just want to play this next level. And then I'll like play it, and then I'll be like, well, I could go back, but let's just see how far. I can. Oh, just so by doing the roulette, yeah. And that's kind of fun too because I've beaten some levels that I was like, shit, I'm gonna have to go all the way back and start. Oh no, I got all the way through that level. Oh yeah, well that's cool. And what the level supplied. So this game is sure. fun. It's fun and it's nice. And I and I'm gonna beat it. I think I'll probably beat it soon. I've been tearing through it. I believe so. Yeah, yeah it sounds it sounds like it. Last Thursday, and I've pretty much been playing it. Uh, and most of my spare time because, but, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a couple of days where I've been like, ah, I'm not going to play it now. I'm going to wait till later to do other. Yeah, stuff. but I was trying to, yeah, I was trying to play it as much as I could before we got to this, just at least to get an idea of it. Have you gotten to the part, the Mario three part? Like I saw a part where you fall into the Mario three game. Have you made it to that yet? I must not have because I don't know what that is. I've seen some Mario three elements, but I don't feel like I've been in like a Mario. Well, it's like it's. It's just like a picture I saw, like with the Mario Three background, like where you're in, like it's like that sprite, like the same sprite background with the with the Paper Mario. Oh, I definitely haven't. Okay, I figured that that you would have hit that by now, and that's what I was. It looked cool, you know, it looked like a fun thing to do, but I don't know. It must be later. I have uh, I got the fourth paint star, and then I got because you know after you get a paint star, it like goes over something and like paints it. You can move through that level. Like I think yeah. when you get paint start, it makes that gate red. Yeah, it helps. It you it paints the whole gate for you the first time, the first star, the red star. Well, every time you get a paint star, it paints something to like let you advance. That's a theme. Spoiler alert! I don't think it's like... <laughs> does, does it paint that giant coin? Yeah. Yeah, I figured it did because I found the giant coin in the second part. Oh, that part's really cool. I won't ruin it for you, but it's cool. Oh, okay. You'll find out when you get there. Yeah. Sure. But uh, it's always cool. It's always cool, like how that shit works. Um, I like it. There's always a little fun moment. What it means when that gets painted. The first time around, like with the gate getting painted, that was kind of whatever. It's usually a little more surprising and cool after that. Well, I figured I was like, oh, okay, it'll paint that, and that'll be where I'll where I go next. But it'll still be kind of a cool little thing that happens, and not just like a gate open. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll, con- I'll continue along with it as long as I can. You should. You really should. <laughs> It's a fun game. Yeah. I mean, between, like, yeah. I mean, you would think it, you'd think that I'd want a diversion from RPGs since I've been playing, like, so much Dragon Quest, but I like those games, though. I mean, that's the kind of game that I was always the game that I wanted to play was the RPG. Cause I, I, maybe because I was robbed of it for so long from Nintendo. Well, during the 64 era, for sure. I'm not sure if we mentioned it, and I don't know if it's like this in, uh, Sticker Star, but you still have the time based attacks, so you're still, like, hitting the button at the right time. Yeah. Hitting the button at the right time, like, like using your jump attacks, you can hit the enemy up to five times. Yeah, hammers. The hammers do different things, but there's like definitely an optimum point to hit the button. Yeah, for sure. Have you have you been using much of the um, companion cards that they have in there? I guess that's kind of interesting. You can get a card of of the bad guy that you fought, so that gives you like a little bit more incentive to fight people. You well, know, like I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I've used them. 
I use them, but they don't seem to do very much. They be block very powerful. Attack, yeah, they block attacks. Yeah, because I, I saw, like, you can get, like, um, shy guys that have spikes on their heads, and, like, they'll, you know, so then when uh, Goomba attacks them, they'll get hurt. You know, you can do that. So then they can actually attack a couple times. My favorite is uh, just a green Koopa, because he does the shell attack and, like, kills everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that'd be a good one to do. As long yeah, as they're a ground-based enemy. Yeah, as I've been playing through it, I've been trying to figure out ways to wipe everybody out in the first round. You know, you always want to try to make sure you can do that so you don't have to go, you know. Don't be stingy and with your cards. You can get more. I was going to I was gonna ask you, like, do you know, like, say if you attack, like, you know, say if you throw two attacks up and only one goes, do you get to keep that second card or do you still lose that second nope. card? I couldn't really figure that out either. I think you lose both of them, right? You do. Yep. Once you put it in play, it's gone. Like, once you put it in play, it's gone. Yeah. So if you put paint on it or you don't paint it, the painting part when it asks you to paint the card is when like you say goodbye. Yeah, I've even been playing in the in the um, advanced mode also, where you can like put it down and paint it at the same time, and it doesn't go to a different screen. Yeah, I played around with the different modes. That's my favorite one for sure. Um, yeah, I tried the button one because it lets you scroll through the cards with the control pad, which is kind of nice. But you still have to go to that second paint screen. Yeah. So I just wish I wish they could have combined the button control and the touch control, but they didn't. Like there's yeah. not an option. If you could flip yeah, through the cards with the D pad and paint them with the touch screen, it'd be perfect. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, because I do the I do like the swipe where you like you, you kind of dig through them with the with your finger, you know, on the on the touch screen. That can, that can be kind of annoying if you have a lot of them, for sure. There's yeah. a lot of annoyances to this game, but I just. I'm just trying to love it because it's because <laughs> it might the last be EU has well the the Breath of the Wild it has that Besides and the Breath of the Wild. and ukulele ukulele is not coming on uh, coming out for NX so suck it NX it will uh, they said no to it I don't know I'm it's, excited for ukulele yes. it's Stardew Valley man <laughs> we got Stardew Valley at the end of the year so did you one. know this is one of those games that uh, the fans campaign to like not have it released just like the Federation Force uh, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. That's sad. I think that's sad. This game's not that bad. Well, this is Federa- Federation Force isn't bad either. It's just, I don't know. Let's say you drop this wanted. game. Let's say you drop this game on people 10 years ago. I think that it would have gotten better, more appreciation. Um, but a lot they... changed in video games since then. Well, it's kind of. This kind of like. This game is deliberately trying to skew the genre in some way. And it's not it's doing ba- very good. Yeah. It's basically trying to make it. Not an RPG, but it still has RPG stuff in it. They need to, like, what they need to do is just, like, I don't understand why they can't kind of go the Super Paper Mario route and just completely cut off the battle, you know, and just make everything real time. I don't know why they still need that turn based uh, battle. Battle's cool, in there. though. I'm, I like the battle, and maybe I'm one of those fans that they're, like, trying to cater to once that battle screen because they want it to be an RPG. Yeah, but it's not. It's not an RPG. It's really not. In any way. I mean, card game. Kind of. Yeah, I don't know. I no, I mean, in, in my opinion, it, you have to be able to level up to be an RPG, I guess. That's how I feel. This has very... Even though, even though well, I guess I could, I, I could, would call Zelda an RPG, so maybe that's not the, not the case. But maybe open world, it would make it an RPG. I, I still, I don't consider it an RPG, even though it sort of is, just because of the turn-based-ish stuff. Yeah, and you level up, but it's still like you're just getting into that point in the game, no matter what, once you get to that point in the game. Yeah, you're still in the same. You don't get 
Yeah, you don't get leveled up because of the because of the battles you fought. You get to leveled up because you got a star or whatever. Yeah, and it was kind of like that in uh, in some elements of Thousand Year Door. You got special spells each time you got a new star. I don't know if you yeah, you did, but you still like got your like hit points raised and your attack power and all that. Right, that's where I would say the similarity is. So instead of just giving you a special spell, getting a star, a paint star is you is leveling up. That is leveling. For sure, yeah. I kind of like uh, before I forget about it. I like I like how the bad guys like taunt you while you're fighting. Also, I thought that was funny. Like like while you're looking through the stars, they'll like say stuff to you, or while you're looking through the cards. Sometimes they'll attack you if you're not quick enough. Oh yeah, because I was fighting I was fighting a red shy guy, and he was like uh, he's like you know he's like Mario red's really not your color. He said that to him like, <laughs> while I'm going through the cards. But yeah, they'll still say stuff. Most of the time I miss it because I'm looking at the cards. But I think it's funny how they they. Say say a little stuff to you, but it does get to the point where they don't wait for you to fight. They'll like they'll like fight you while you're doing that, while you're looking for your attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll, what they do is they like steal a card. It's usually what happens. In my experience. Yeah. And then you have to kill that enemy, which you can't. You also can't choose who you're attacking. You have to attack whoever's. That comes. That becomes annoying later in the game. Yeah, that's right. kind of annoying too. At least it's like if you have a card that has like two or three things in it. Even if you fuck up the first one, it still goes to the next guy. Like, if you mess up the timing on the first one, it'll still go to the second person. And, and at so, least, and like, so on. you have a fresh chance to, like, do well on that bad guy. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, there's a lot. So, I don't want to ruin it for you. I just, uh, there's just some stuff that happens late, later in the game, which you're not too far from. Yeah. Those game... multi-attacks are pretty much necessary. Yeah, sure. So, you, have to, you just have to, you actually literally have to count how many enemies you see, like, stacked on top of each other and stuff to determine, like, what cards to use. So there's there's some strategy to it, but I still think that you can just get a bunch of money and then buy all the cards you buy um, the Rochambeau things because you can play those over. Yeah, well, I mean, I have my I have a lot of money anyway. Like in the game, like I like I think I have like three thousand something, so it's like already like pretty high. And I go and I and I do go to the town every once in a while. I'll buy like ten of every card, you know, pretty much. Just buy a bunch of non painted ones just so yep. I have just so I have a lot of stuff to work with, you know. It's a way to do it. And yeah. you're always going to get like your paint back. Yeah, there's going to be certain times where you're going to run out of paint. But it's and it seems better. it seems like the store kind of evolves as you go through the game too. Like the like when you go back, like they'll have better cards, so you can buy you can buy something better as it goes. So I don't know. I'll stick. We'll we'll see how long I can go. Hopefully, I can make it to the end of it. Hopefully, it doesn't get as annoying as uh, Sticker Star, where I just get a game over a lot and it sends me back to the title screen, which I don't think it does that either on this one. Like, does it send you back to the title screen when you get a game over, or does it just start you yeah. again in the... It does? It does. Okay, because I, I, only, I only died one time against Morton, and I didn't. Rem- I don't remember what happened. Yeah, it sent, me, it sent you back to the title screen, and then you got back to your save, which was probably right next to it. Yeah, and there's no, uh, no multiple saves on this one either. Nope. There is weird. a few Switch... Users. Yeah, you have to switch users, but there's not like in within the game. There's not multiple save files. I think that's new. That's a new and it thing. Sa- it auto saves anytime you like leave a level or enter. Anytime you leave a level, it auto saves. Yeah, the sticker started that too. It, it saves whenever you go to the map, the world map. It automatically saves. So, so you can avoid the auto save if you just don't exit a level. If you're like, oh shit, I don't want to leave that map, you can just turn it off. But you can't leave the level because it'll save. So once you leave it, <laughs> yeah. If you were stupid, just fucking around trying to beat a bad guy and using all your thing cards, which I did one time, yeah, they're they're still gone, yeah, because you exited. 
Well, then you got to go back to the town and buy them again from that dude. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can get them back. It's I'm sure it's not that expensive. It's, it's not going to like kill you. I don't know. Is there any? Is there anything else you'd like to say about uh, Paper Mario Color Splash? Well, as I said before, I played through and I'm past four stars, and I'm still engaged with it. So. Okay. I think this game is. Uh, I think it's a good game. I'm going to stand by that. Maybe I'll feel differently once I beat it. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad game by any means. I'm just saying, just giving my this my, thought, really my thoughts best, on it. This is definitely the best Wii U game in over a year. That's sad. I will stand by that. Probably. Oh, it depends on. I mean, I think that I don't know. I, I like the. I think I think t- I like Tokyo Mirage Sessions better than this game as far as as far as RPGs go. But that's okay. Different, but that's a different well, game. I I mean, I was. My, I guess, in my opinion, but if I played to get Mirage Session, I might change. But that's an actual RPG. That's an actual RPG game. So that's probably why I like that one better. It had, there's actually strategy, and you can well, there's strategy to this too, to a point. But you can choose who you attack, and you know, you can buy stuff and level up and all that, all that fun stuff. I've been taking a lot of screenshots as I play this game because I don't know when I'm going to go back and play it. I don't know if there's going to be an, an incentive to play through it again. Well, whenever you beat it, you should play one of those unopened sticker stars that you have. Because I'd be inter- I'd be interested to see what you think of it. Oh, you should definitely try it. Like if you like this, there's part, a lot of tedium to this game. But yeah. if you if you view it like I kind of have, like I've been trying to view it as like sort of a zen thing because it's never really that hard. Sure. I mean, I enjoy it. I think it's funny. You it's very, to, like, it's very charming. Actually, you know, take your time with it. Yeah, that's it's- this game. It's very charming. There's just annoyances to it. And it's still like, I mean, in the back of my mind, it's not what I want from a Paper Mario game. You know, I want, like, a, I want like Thousand Year Door 2, but we're probably never going to get that, you know, so unfortunately. so There's a really yeah. annoying part that you're not to yet where it's like instant death. Oh, that's not cool. They threw, they threw that at you, and that part sucks a lot. Yeah. So I actually had to like trial and error my way through it to figure out what I had to do. And I kept having to like die, go back to the title screen, go back to the nearest save point, go back to that part, go through the series of cinematics, and then do it again. I'd die, and I'd be like, okay, I need to do this instead. That part fucking sucked. Yeah. So there's there's stuff like this in this game. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. There's some frustrating stuff, and I've only looked at I looked up for help online one time, and I feel bad about it. But I'm glad I did because it was like a really obvious thing. Yeah. It wasn't some obscure thing. It was some like you're a fucking idiot. It was like <laughs> just walk left. As I I didn't walk left. I was supposed to walk left. Yeah. And then, I mean, I, I looked on. I looked online for those for those fucking go for those toads that I couldn't find the yeah. purple toads. Just because I was so annoyed at the game at the time that I was like, and some of the guides that I found <laughs> like didn't explain any of it at all. Like they didn't explain to you where the where the toads were. Or even, like, what happens there. It's stupid. Like, the IGN guide is stupid. There's, like, parts that just doesn't explain anything. It's just <laughs> well, like, it's still new. It hasn't been, like... It's like, you get to this part, and then you beat the level, and then, oh, yeah, you can get to this next part. I'm like, no, you can't. You left this whole part out about finding this part to get to the next part. Come on. It's still a really new game. Yeah, sure. I was just irritated because I was trying to get... It was like, I want to beat the boss, and then I'll go to bed. And I was, like, trying to get to the boss, and I had to find all this dumb shit. And it was just ag- aggravating me. But I'll I'll keep playing it. I mean, I think it's pretty. I think it's charming. I think it's entertaining. Yeah. It it and I, and the way it like how good it looks, it just makes me really wish that they that they end up doing a, a thousand year door HD like kind of, how they kind of tease that at E three. I hope they actually do that because it would look really nice if they could make it look like that. If they could make a thousand year door with this with these graphics, that'd be that'd be amazing. I'd play the shit out of that. Or just a new game. It's a direct sequel. Or just a new game that's like Thousand Year Door, which I don't think they're going to do. They're going to keep it going like this. But there was a there was an interview with 
with one of the people who worked on it that said like you know where they were talking to them about thoughts in your door and they were like well would you buy an hd version if we made it and they're like well yeah of course of course we would of course we would so it's like you know i guess it's a little tease maybe they're working on it maybe they aren't i mean they could there's no like there's no analog trigger stuff in that so they could easily do that they could easily put it on wii u they don't need the specific controller but that'll be the surprise that'll be the surprise christmas game (laughs) That's your door HD. That'd be funny because because uh, Paper Mario games like always seem to come out at the end of the life cycle of the system, or most of them do. Sticker Star didn't. That was like more of a newer one. But like you know, like Super Paper Mario, that was supposed to be an end GameCube game, came out early on Wii because it was too late for the GameCube. But but the Paper, thing about but that Paper that would Mario, be like if that would be like if uh, they released Skyward Sword HD remake right after they released the new Zelda. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> here's the newest game. Now we're going to compete with purchases of the new game by releasing yeah. the previous game in HD. Well, they might sell more copies. I don't know. I mean, apparently, it's so apparently it sold well though because like I bought a copy. I bought a physical copy from GameStop, and it was the last copy they had. So they either didn't order very many, which is probably the case, or or a lot of people bought them. So. You know, I had to buy the floor copy, which they used to give you discounts for, but they don't do that anymore. I'd imagine GameStop has, like, a distribution hub, and they, like, just stock a certain amount of copies per store. But, like, if they sell their three copies, they'll get three more copies the next day. Yeah. That's sort of what I think. Oh, no, I mean, I, I've, I've been I've been to places where they run out. Because I, I have a feeling they get, they order, like, whatever you reserve, and then they get, like, maybe two or three more, if that, you know past whatever the reservation is. They don't want too depending, much access. Depending on what the game is, well, especially for Nintendo stuff, I don't think they get very many of them. Like stuff like uh, like Dragon Quest Seven. like I, I reserved it, and they told me they were only going to get like two of them, maybe, uh, aside from whatever people reserve. So it's like stuff like that. They're not going to get a whole bunch of them because they don't expect people to come get it, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, that's, that's, been, that's, been, our, uh, that's been our impressions of Paper Mario Color Splash. Should go and get it because yeah, it might be the last, the last game. Definitely the last game of this year, I guess for for Wii U. So you know, hopefully it'll last you, last you till till Breath of Fire or Stardew Valley or whatever else you're gonna play on there. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah, Breath of the Wild for sure. That's all we got left. Hold on to this game. Hold it close. Snuggle <laughs> with it. Treasure it. I still, I still think there might be some surprise at the end of the year. You never know. Give never it Eskimo say, kisses. Ne- never, never say never. And there might be some cool. Uh, I mean, we're definitely going to keep getting cool virtual console stuff for the Wii U, so at least we have that. And I'm looking forward to playing Stardew Valley and Ukulele, so and and playing Zelda on my Wii U because I'm going to get that version. Tuck it under your pillow at night. <laughs> Dream might, about it. It might get live broken. In the, live inside the world while you can. Yeah, sleep yeah. with that. Sleep with that uh, gamepad by your head, so your face will be hot. Anyway, that's that's been our show. We're your hosts, <laughs> Trey Johnson, Jerry Mikowski, and we'll see you next week. Talk to you next week. Later.